Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this. Uh, once again, we gather together right, to praise and worship you. And when we recall that our sin, sins have been all forgiven, your grace and mercy has been so great toward us. We have one reply to you, Lord. We have a word for you. More love to thee in all our lives. Day by day, moment by moment. So we ask you, Lord, for your word to capture our hearts this morning. If you bless us with your word, we will be entirely pleased, Lord, and satisfied. So we ask you to open the heavens, Lord. And I speak to each one of us here. Breathe again through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's turn to Psalm 127. Starting from verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who builds it, until unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. 吃劳碌得来的饭本是枉然，唯有耶和华所亲爱的，必叫他安然睡觉。Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord; the fruit of the womb is a reward. 儿女是耶和华所赐的产业，所怀的胎是他所给的赏赐。Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. 少年时所生的儿女，好像勇士手中的剑。Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the bait. As you know very well, on every Lord's Day, if uh, Lord willing, we are going to share on this matter, on this matter of growing up into Christ. Now, our family life actually is very intimately related to our spiritual life. Actually, our family life is supposed to be as a measurement of our, our Christian life. It is a very important test, especially when we are in a family, 
to live family life whether we really uh, grow in the law or not. So last Sunday we share especially on Psalm 127. Actually that's a continuation of what we have shared uh, in the past, especially about the normal Christian family life. Now from verse 3, Behold, children are heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Now, we know according to more accurate translation, especially if you consult with the Young's Little Translation, or let me remind you once again, normally if you read the King James Version of the Bible, it's almost 8% accuracy. So if you have another translation like a Darby translation, and also Young's Little translation, so if you put these three translations together, almost get 98%. So those who really know Hebrew very well, they remind us, this phrase, Behold, children are heritage from the Lord. Now in Hebrew, it simply means a heritage belong to the Lord. Do you see that? Now that's very important. Because when we are being given the children, on the one hand, it is a reward. The fruit of the womb is a reward. But at the same time, it is God's inheritance. Here is a trust. Somehow God put His inheritance in our hand. So on one hand, your children is yours. On the other hand, it's not yours. So, in order to become a in order to become a parent according to God's will, now we have to play the equilibrium between these two thoughts. Today, I think we fail as a parent because we consider our children as our property. So you can exercise authority. Sometimes when you are frustrated, you even try to provoke your children. And you forgot that actually they have their own soul. They have their personality. They have their own master. And their master actually is the Heavenly Father. So brothers, sometimes we forgot that actually this is God's inheritance. And when we bring our children up, not only our own achievement, there will be a great contribution to the testimony of God. So that's why it is today our failure. You know, today in this country, especially in this country, people really put much emphasis on the family life and also parenthood. 
那许多人把重点放在这个家庭的生活，还有就是如何做家庭。Now they want to give you many ways, many methods。他们给你许多不同的方法。But unfortunately，但是很不幸的是，many people fail to see that。很多人没有看到说，they only see that children is our reward。他们只有看到说儿女是我们的奖赏。Given by our Lord，那是我们的主所赐给我们。But we forgot，但是我们忘记。Actually, the reason God gave us our children。God put the children into our trust. Now, when we really bring them to adulthood, by our love, finally they are matured. And God will claim that this is my inheritance. Do you see the brother sister? You want to inherit a million dollars. Or hundred million dollars. Because you want something, you want inheritance, you want you want to be rich. So brothers, God will be rich. If you really if you are able to bring your children to maturity. Not only good citizen, not only good citizen. Not, not only good citizen. Nor just a good kids. No, much more than that. Why? On one hand, it is your reward. On the other hand, it's God's inheritance. So, brothers, if you really have that kind of concept. Or if you really have this vision, you will be trembling when you raise your children. How much you too, the parents will kneel down before the Lord. You know that this is definitely your responsibility together. So for that reason, because you love your children, you want his best. Sometimes you want to spoil your children, but no, you cannot do that. It is God's inheritance. If you spoil your children, what they will be, what kind of a future they will have, so brothers, you want to spoil your children. So you love them so much. But brothers, now if you are not careful, and finally when they get mature, yes, they are the arrow in your hand. But arrow either aim at your heart or aim the heart of your enemy. So, brother, sister, that will determine the way how we are going to discipline our children. We need to discipline our children. That's no doubt about that. But my brother, sister, how are you going to do it? You definitely want to discipline him. Because that's yours. You want the best for your children. But on the other hand, be careful. Even you discipline your children, how heavy, how difficult, how severe you are going to do it. You have to remember, he is not yours. 
他不是属于你的。He is just like children in all your neighborhood. 这是要像你在你的邻舍里面的一个儿。You will, you will never have the freedom just whip other, 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 the, the children of your neighbor. 你对你的邻居的这些的孩子们，你是没有办法管的。No, you will never do that. 你不会去管他们。And even you have to say something to help them. You will in a very polite way. You will very, very polite way. In a very indirect way. You will very, very indirect way. And you give some hint, give some suggestion. You will just vaguely hint, give them some suggestions. So, brothers, I know there are many technical ways. We have many techniques. But important thing is, do you see that? That your children is God's inheritance. Of course, it is your reward. It is yours. Now you want you 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 want you want the best. You want to、uh, give give him or give her everything. You want them to do the best. You want to give them everything. But on the other hand, it is not yours. You cannot do whatever you want. It is not your property. It is God's inheritance. During that twenty years, or twenty-one years. Brother, sister, remember God put His inheritance in your hand. You have to remember He put His inheritance in your hand. So be careful. So be careful. Walk softly with Christ. You have to 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 walk softly with Christ. For three hundred years, during that three hundred years, remember, even he walked with God, he still a man of the family. During that three hundred years, he still gave birth to his children. Even in that period, he is able to walk. So, brothers and sisters, and no wonder the first case of rapture in the Bible is Enoch. 也难怪第一个我们在圣经上所看到被提的就是 Enoch. So your family life, 所以的家庭生活 will cause you to be raptured. 会让你能够就被提。Because the condition to be raptured, 因为你要被提的条件 is whether you mature or not. 那是否你成熟 Be a parent. Thank God. It will make us grow in Christ. Let us grow in Christ. So that's very, very important. So this is very, very, very important. And then, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. 少年时所生的儿女，好像勇士手中的剑。Now we already say that sticks are not by nature arrows. 那我们已经说到说这个棍子不是。就是至少他们的天性来说，不是本性，不是就是这个剑。They do not grow so. 他们成长的时候，生长的样子是剑。But they are made so. 但是他们是如此造造的。By nature, they are naughty and rugged. 照天然来说，他们是很多结的，很多结的。But by art, they are made smooth and handsome. 对，就艺术来说，他们是很光滑的，并且很美丽的，很。Now why? 为什么呢？ The children of one's youth, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. 
We already mentioned last last time. That doesn't mean that you should use. That doesn't mean that you should have. A, uh, that means. Uh, that doesn't mean that uh, uh, you should have early. Uh, you know, some people they delay and delay when everything's ready. Then they have their children. 这不能说是你一直延后一直延后你说你有了这里有了那个你才上来但是你这个少年时所生的儿女所生的儿女 Remember, when they were born, they are just like sticks. Now, by, because they inherit your life. And from that life, you have nature. There is a nature. So by nature, we are all sticks. But only, but now only when after, the, uh, then only after these sticks be made into arrow. And then it will become arrow. So brothers, it takes time for the stick to become arrow. Think about it. It takes a man or a young man or young woman. From, from, the, from the birth to the 21 years old. During that 21 years, you can see that here you find a character building. They, here you find here you find that now they are growing up and they are maturing. To give birth to your children is easy thing. By nature, they are just sticks. They can, they can develop whatever they want. But my brother said, it takes 21 years for these sticks become arrows. Let me say again. It only takes 9 months or 10 months for the baby to be born. But remember, according to God's will, now human being is different from any animal. For example, when, cow, the, when, when the baby cow was born, on the first day, the cow was able to stand and suck the milk of the mother. So the IQ is not zero at all. But the baby is different. When the baby was born, especially on the first day, his IQ is zero. On the first day, that baby is not able to stand up and say, Hi, Mama. No. Then the mother will be faint. So what does that mean? That means this. All the animals, including shark, remember, when the, on the first day of shark, the, then the whole, the, he has all the teeth in his mouth. You never see a baby on the first day full of teeth. That's the way the baby shark is going to, to survive. 
So remember, in the womb of the baby animal, all the animal, mother animal, the brain already being developed. Outside of the womb, immediately they can be independent. Do you see that? According to God's will, think about it. Now man is the human being is the masterpiece of God. Now you know if you measure the the measure the difference of of DNA. Only one to two percent difference. And think about that's the difference between heaven and hell. That's the difference between the baby calf and baby shaft. So why God intend to do that way? Because now when the baby was born, his IQ is zero. So all the development is after he was he was being born. Now you see, brother and sister. All the mother and mother and father. Now they receive the responsibility. Now they are doing something for God. On the one hand, they are doing something for themselves. Because the children is their reward. But on the other hand, they do something for God because that's God's inheritance. God's so my brother, now think about it. And during that 21 years, now sometimes mothers say, Oh, I went through nine months or ten months of growing uh, that, that birth pain. Normally, mothers suffer much more. After the children are born, you look back and see what happened to your parents. Think about it. It's much easier to do something when you are still in the mother's womb. You are much more obedient in the womb. A brother, sister, all the story happened after we are born. Now the Question is this. How can we how can make arrows out of sticks? Of course you need discipline. And don't forget the arrows in the hand. Only one arrow still in your hand. After twenty one years old, he will say bye bye. Now he will go to the West Coast. He will no longer stay with you anymore. In a very polite way. If the children in the West Coast, he always choose the university like you like university in the West Coast. And then from those from the West Coast, they won't go to Harvard. They won't go to Yale. They want to Columbia. Now, wonderful, wonderful ambitions. But brothers and sisters, you know that after that 21 years, the arrow is no longer in your hand. It will be too late when you are trying to do something with them. So, brothers and sisters, how important it is. That twenty-one. That's your responsibility. Whether that tree go that direction or that, 
Of course, by nature, probably tree always inclined to that direction. You need to bend it over. And finally, make it correct. That display. The parents they have learned how to display their children. So it is a great work, brothers and sisters. Do you know that? Sometimes want to be a Oh, you do want to be a doctor. <laughs> Probably seven years. <laughs> if you want to be a good lawyer, seven years also. <laughs> but brother, we never learn how to be parents. Thank God. Through that 21 years, God let us know how we, how, how much we fail God. How much we 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 how much we provoke our children. How often we set a bad example to them. So brother, we grow with our children. No one is uh, no one is is a good parent just by uh, just by their own gift. No, impossible. You learn through your failure. And remember, you are sinner saved by grace. If you remember that, you even know how to say sorry to your children. How humiliating. As a parent, will say sorry, brother. Sorry, my son. Sorry, my daughter. And don't copy me. Don't imitate me. I'm a sinner. So, brothers, imitate Christ. Always bring them to Christ. Tell them that you are not good example. But brothers, when you say that, you are a good example. Brothers and sisters, whether your children will be safe or not, is not by how much you teach them, it is by how much you set a good example to them. Many kids are not very difficult to believe in the Lord. They have no problem with doctrines. They have no problem with the truth. They know their parents love them. For some reason, something between the parents and the children. Brother, sister, do you know what is that? That's our flesh. So for that reason, brothers, you know that the Lord put us in a family. The Lord gave us the children. It is a wonderful way for us to be mature in the Lord. You know why Jacob became Israel? Four wives. Eleven children. Think about it. Outwardly, you have fire. Like, like, the, like, like the rice in the pot. You, you can never eat rice rawly. No. So, definitely, you have to wait for the rice become eatable. 
So Jacob can never become eatable. So what you can do? You have to put some the rice in the pot. Outwardly you have the fire. Inwardly you have water. Now when the fire going up, when the fire increase the temperature, the water also increase temperature. So when outside is hot, inside also hot. That Jacob. That's the father. That's the mother. Brother, sister, one day, the Lord will bring you from a Jacob to Israel. From the a worm to the butterfly. I must say, brother, sister, nothing will make us more mature as a parent. Only you yourself know how much you have suffered. Why? Because you have a personality. Your children also have personality. Especially when he begins to say no. You know that he has a personality. He never, he or she never say no in your womb. But now you can say no. You also can say no. Personality. Thank the Lord. Through that, and your children will be wonderful displayed. Because you yourself going through the disciplining hand of the Father. I will say, brothers, don't, I know you have many ways to teach children this and that. I know. But the secret is this. How you are going to discipline your children if you are the disciplining hand of your heavenly father? Then you are most successful. So this is very important. Uh, this is very important principle. So why the children of one's youth? Because only when you give them birth, when you are very young, then you have enough time to discipline. You need 21 years. Do you guarantee that you are going to have another 21 years? I think it's most irresponsible if you only give the birth of your children, never discipline them. So you see, brother, sister, for that reason, you take time. You need the whole time to be holding to be successful. Oh, you say it's all right. I want to enjoy my life. I want to accumulate my wealth. Then I'm going to have my children. My brother says, Yes, you are a very careful person. Especially today. You don't want your children to suffer. So that's why you wait and wait when everything is okay. Brothers, is your future in your hand? 
Do you think just because your plan everything will go your direction? So when we have a family planning, we just do everything according to ourselves. You never know that the future of your children is not in your hand. Even the span of your life never in your hand. So brothers, now here is a trust. It takes 20 years to from from a uh, from stick to the arrow. So when you are going to give the birth then? You too have to be prayed before the Lord. When you have a family planning, if the children only God's reward, you can delay it. It's okay. But it's God's inheritance. Do you have any time to raise them up? See that? Even when you're getting old, you still can have a reward. You it's a pleasure for you to see them being born. But are you sure you are able to see them growing? So brothers, every parent. They should be before the Lord. And ask the Lord, Lord, give me enough span of my life. Give me enough strength of my life. I'm not only I'm not only giving the birth to my children. Also I can see them growing. Not only see my children. Also children. Children. So brother, that's normal Christian family life. So may the Lord really speak to us. Do you see that? How much we need the word to correct our idea. Sometimes we think, oh, so the children of once we immediately think of those Jews, of the Jews in Brooklyn. For the other two, they always encourage people to get married, get, 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 get married, get married as, as early as possible. And also, based on this chapter, you should have your children as early as possible. They make that as a rule. They never know that. The reason behind the word. You need time. You need time to follow them. You need time to raise them in Christ, for Christ. So, brothers, now you see that's what we have been told. Now, happy is a man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Now, brother, if only your reward, why your children have to speak their enemy in the gate? So you see that, brothers? Now, on the one, on the one hand, happy is a man who has a quiver full of them. Do you see that? Now, now we talk about we talk about the we talk about arrows. Now, important thing is that a man who has his quiver full of them. Now we know that John Wesley's father, John Wesley's father, 
我们知道。那 John John Wesley parents。那就是 John Wesley， 约翰威斯里的父母。约翰威斯里的父母。They have nineteen children。他们有十九个儿女。So they have nineteen arrows in that quiver。所以在这个箭袋里面有十九个箭。And don't forget Susanna Wesley。The mother of John Wesley. John Wesley Now her father has twenty-five arrows in his quiver. And he, she was number twenty-five. So do you see that, brothers and sisters? Now does that does Bible mean that we should have? 好 ，eleven children or nineteen children or twenty-five children. 那圣经有告诉我们说，十一个孩子、十九个孩子、二十五个孩子呢 ？So brother, Bible only says that. 圣经只告诉我们说 ，Happy is the man who has quiver full of them. 箭袋充满的人变为有福。Bible never tell us how big, how 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 big is the quiver. 那他没有跟我们说这箭袋有多大。Thank the Lord for that. 我们感谢主。For some people, like for Matt, like 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 parents of Susanna. Twenty-five. And John Wesley's parents, nineteen. But for some people, just one. But the important thing is, Bible never defines how big is the quiver. So sometimes the quiver, sometimes the vessel is so small. If only one. Remember, they are blessed. They are happy. So you see, brother, sister, that doesn't mean that according to this part, this then you have to have twenty-five or eleven. No, no, nineteen. Now, brothers, important thing is this: you have to go to the Lord to ask the Lord how big is that quiver. For some people, two or three or four. For some people, probably just one. For some people, even zero. Now, brothers, what does that mean? I will explain that later. But important thing is, happy is the man who has quiver full of them. So thank the Lord for the arrows in your quiver. And they shall not be. They shall not be ashamed. But shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Now, brothers, very interesting. What does this mean? If you want to understand Psalm 127, now you have to go back to, because this is all part of a sum of degree. So if we really want to understand it, I think we have to go to the context within the sum of degrees. So now we have to go back.、Uh, Now, before Psalm 127, you have Psalm 124. 那在一百二十七篇之前，我们有一百二十四篇。Now you know it's very interesting. 那很有趣的是。Now if you know the geography of uh, of uh, of Jerusalem, 如果你要知道耶路撒冷的这个地理。Now you know that normally you will reach Mount Olive, then for you to see the whole view of city of Jerusalem. 那你会先上到橄榄山之后，就能够看到耶路撒冷整个城。So that's Psalm 122. So this is Psalm 122. That's talk about in your gate. That is in the 
That means the city limit. And now you remember we have in the Bible Jesus has, was was riding uh, uh, was riding uh, a donkey. You see. Now we know. Now Bethage actually was a city gate. That was city limit. No, city limit. So when you read, when you when you uh when you reach Psalm 122, now you already in you already in Mount Olive. But the goal is the temple. The goal is the temple bound. Now between Mount Olive and Mount Moriah, there is a valley. Now that valley is called Kidron Valley. So in order to reach there, in order to reach, you got to go up. Now the principle you have to go down. That's always Christian way. Do you see? Before we are glorified. We will, we will suffer with Christ. We always go down first and go up. So you are already on Mount of Olives. But in order to reach your goal, yes, you have to go up. But before you go up, you have to go down. Then you will go pass. Then you are passing by the Gethsemane. And then finally, you reach Psalm 124. Now, 124. If you, I don't have time to go through through it. Now, almost, almost these people they written now definitely 123, 124, all in the valley. But if you travel through that valley, sooner or later you will face in the city gate. The gate of Jerusalem. Now, for many years we do not know where was that gate. But now we begin to know. Why archaeologists discovered something very interesting. And uh, according to most recent discovery, now they just they really discover. Poor of Siloa. Now remember, formerly when we visit Jerusalem, we did visit the poor of Siloa. That was fake one. This was not real one. Now they discovered the real one. And also, uh, now it's the big enough. Three thousand people should be able to baptize there. And then not only that, in that area is a water system. For a long time, archaeology was puzzled. They make one mistake after another mistake. Now all of a sudden, their eyes were open. So in the beginning, they thought they they thought that that Gihon uh, Spring is outside uh, is outside of the gate. The whole thing completely changed. Actually, just near that water system, there was a city gate. Do you see that? It's a huge city gate. That's a really new discovery. And thank the Lord. And that's actually the water gate mentioned in the Bible. 
So you see, brothers and sisters. Now, why call water gate? Because it's not far from that water system. So when Jesus, if he came down from Mount Olive, if you want to enter into Jerusalem, always enter the water gate. Always enter this city gate. From there, then up and go to this temple. So from the city gate, now you will reach the low slope of the Mount Moriah. And that slope is very near to the to to the to what near to the uh, to the valley. That hill is called Mount Zion. Mount Zion is lowest, smallest mountain hill in that area. That hundred twenty-five. That Psalm hundred twenty-five. So from there, going up again, up again, up again. So now you come to hundred twenty-seven. And now you come to the palace complex of Solomon. Now you talk about the building of Solomon. Then you have Psalm 127. So do you see the brother Again, gradually up and up and up. So you have such a wonderful background behind it. So brother, why in Psalm 124? It talk about their anger flare against us. They would have swallowed us alive. The flood would have a gulf us, the torrent uh, would have a swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. Why the Bible use this kind of language? Talk about enemy. Now enemy will say something before the gate. Now brother, why? God trusts you with his inheritance, with his heritage. Because when your children grow up, not only the arrows in your hand, actually after 21 years, you have to leave, you have to say, give up, but don't forget, not give up to the world, give up to the Lord who entrusts you. You tell the Lord, Lord, for these 21 years, my children is my own hand. You know very well how, how dangerous zone in this world. Because it is in my hand. If I am not careful, I may crush the young life. Now, now I had to give up. Why? Your inheritance. So brothers and sisters, remember, within that 21 years, you ought to be very trembling before them. And finally, now they become the arrow in the hand of God. 
And because of that, they are able to answer their enemy. What does that mean? Thank the Lord. If you want to understand this this passage, you have to remember the story. You remember, especially in uh, in the time of Hezekiah. Remember, and uh, once the uh, uh, you know the invasion of the army, uh, you know, because the army of Syria, Assyria invade that land. So then the enemy really reached the city gate. But I already told you. Now city gate is near the valley. So this side is Mount, Mount, Mount Moriah. So this side another small hill. Do you see that? And here is the water gate, here is another small hill. Now today in that hill, all Palestinians, and they have many, they, 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 they have many, uh, they, they, they have a, a house close to each other. But very interesting, it's a valley and a two small hill. So if you stand, if you stand on somewhere in this side, you can hear the whisper of those people live in that in that complex. You almost can hear all the private conversations. But it is a wonderful sound system. So if you read Isaiah 36, now the enemy came to that area. They are standing on that hill. They are facing the city gates. They shout, they yell. They even curse. So the leader said to, to them, Please, use, don't use Hebrews. Just use another language that we understand. Because sound system is so wonderful. You know, the enemy even didn't have to shout the, 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 all the ears. They, all, they will reach all the ears of the people. Think about it, you don't have to fight. Just before that, all the heart of people will be melted. That's how lion conquer and take up all his prey. You know, in that's that psychological war, actually. A lion really know about it. So when the lion is roaring, now within the sphere of his sound wave, and you find all small animals, when they heard that voice, they couldn't walk anymore. They all panic that they cannot walk. So now lion come pick up one by one, one by one. Remember, you see, brothers, now the enemy actually exercised a psychological war. They will stand there, they say something, everybody's heart already melted. So then, better just open the door, open the gate. Then you lose your battle. Brothers, if you have the arrows in God's hand, they will answer. The enemy. Then the victory is sure. So, brother, can you believe that? While you are raising your children, unconsciously, you are contributing 
to the victory of Christ in this kingdom. 那你是对基督的在国度里面的胜利是有贡献的。So my brother says,所以亲爱的弟兄姊妹们，Now you know，你现在知道how important这是很重要。is to know that children, sons, on the one hand is our reward. On the other hand is God's heritage. So if we are clear about that, we thank the Lord. We should plan our life not according to ourselves, according to God's desire. Thank the Lord. Finally, the sticks become arrows. Thank the Lord. They all grown up. Because you are growing up before in the Lord. I will say, brothers, if you are childish, yes, you still discipline your children. You will discipline your children in a very childish way. You say, no, 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 I got it from some book. No, no. Important thing is, brother, sister, the way here is very, very clear. Now let me give you a very exact good example. We already talked about Susanna Wesley. Now Susanna Wesley, we know that she has uh, 19 children. But very interesting. In her quiver, 19 arrows. And the nine of them never reached the enemy. Because they died in the infancy. So remember, finally he can see only eight, only eight arrows reached the enemy. Remember, there are two arrows very special. John Wesley and Charles Wesley. Finally, that two arrows hit the heartland of England. And such a wonderful revival in that part of the land. And that revival caused a result. Now, all United Kingdom were were no longer no will not go through the same bloody revolution like the France like 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 France like like France. Why no more bloodshedding? But the church has been revived. My brother said, that influence even reach us today. Not only through John Wesley, also through those helped by John Wesley revival. So my brother said, remember, 19 children, what a burden. Think about it. What kind of experience? If you really go through with that 19 children, only Susanna Wesley is able to tell you how much he has gone through. But it's worth it. He never preached, she never preached a sermon. She never published a book. She never had founded a church. But he was known as the mother of Methodism. Actually, he also, she also our mother. 
Our spiritual brothers. It's all because that two arrows. Two out of nineteen. Nineteen means suffering. But the two is a wonderful reward. Two Susanna. So you see, brothers, during their life, I think the father of John Wesley actually has led them about two years, no longer in, no longer with them. And because her husband is not there, all the burden is upon her. So let me read one of her letters to her husband. And she said, I am a woman. But I am also the mistress of a large family. And though the superior charge of the souls contained in it lies upon you. Yet in your long absence, I cannot but look upon every soul you leave under my charge as a talent committed to me under a trust. Do you see that? Susanna knows that. The children not only my reward, it's also God's heritage. So think about it. So that's why he said, a talent commit to me under a trust. So then she continued. I am not a man nor a minister. Yet as a mother and a mistress, I feel I ought to do more than I have yet done. Listen, I resolve to begin with my own children. Brother, sister, when you read this letter, really put us to shame. We are so ambitious. We want to preach. We want to give a sermon. We want to do this, to do that. You don't know that. Actually, God already entrusted with the wonderful work and the greatest work. So he said, I resolve to begin with my own children. In which I observe the following method. I take such a proportion of time as I can spare every night to discourse with each child apart. On Monday, I talk with Molly. On Tuesday with Hattie. Wednesday with Nancy. Thursday with Jackie. Friday with Patty. Saturday with Charles. Now, brother, now you understand. In order to have 19 arrows, of course, that. The, 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 the sons must be born in one's youth. 
So you see, brothers and sisters, here we see a wonderful and good example. And that's what the Lord has done through the life of Susanna. Another good, another very important example. You know, today we live in the United States. The other side of Atlantic is UK, United Kingdom. Now you know why today United States is United States. Don't forget, we only see the appearance of this nation. We don't see the history of this nation. If you know how God walked in history in the United States, of course you know why God bless this nation. There is some reason, there is some factor for God to bless this nation. So do you know how God walked in the history of the United States? Now you know in 18th century, there was a great awakening in this country. In this Why? In the beginning, they came. The, their forefathers came to this country. They wanted they want to worship in, they want the freedom they want the freedom to worship so they paid a high cost to come to this side to come to uh, to to uh, to this side uh, of Atlantic Ocean but after many generations now you see their children lost the sight vision of their forefathers so they all fall into sleep the Lord said, I'm going to wake them up. So the Lord really sent three children, three servants of God. Now, initially, the one from New Jersey in this area. If you visit New Brunswick, if you visit the Rutgers campus, just in that area, there was a great revival. Have been kindled by immigrants from from Holland. You see, now they don't speak English. Their meeting only speaks Dutch. So they had to get some minister from Holland. But actually, that minister originally from Germany. And actually, he was part of pietists. They belong to part of pietists. They are very spiritual. So when he visited New Jersey, now he sees everybody sleeping in, 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 in everybody sleeping. Especially in Chinese, Jiaoyu. Jiaoyu means you So you see that everybody sleep. So he tried to wake them up. Thank God. Then the God raised another young man uh, called Gilbert Tennant. Now the Gilbert Tennant actually is being called as a son of thunder. So, brother, then New York area, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, all been revived. 
So now he paid the boy for another great evangelist that is George Whitfield. So then George Whitfield came because he really paid all his way. Then George Whitfield really kindled the fire of revival in the 13 colonies. He was a very good, he was a very good friend of Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin tried to do the experiment with him. And the discovery is this. Now his voice can be sent for more than two twenty thousand audiences. So Benjamin Franklin decided, let me have a big hall for this wonderful picture. 100 feet and 70 feet. 100 feet and 70 feet. So brothers, you remember from there, you have this wonderful revival. Even Benjamin Franklin said, he is able to hear when they, in the, every evening how they sing his song in every family. He can see the visible change in society. Did you see that? Of course, Benjamin Franklin has a different dream. He thinks about the future of his own nation. He definitely was a founding father of this this stage. No doubt about that. But think about it, he was so impressed. He said, when I listen to the George Whitfield, now when they try to pass on that uh, offering, he said, from my own pocket, I just take, I, I just a copper penny, just one penny put there. He said, second time, I have to put a silver, silver uh, coin there. So the third time, he's all my pocket empty, including the gold, gold uh, things. So my brother said, that's what happened. That's really wonderful. And then you have a another person. That's supposed to be the greatest mind produced in this nation. He had preached 1,000 sermons. And his name is Jonathan Edwards. Thank the Lord. The Lord used him in New England. And especially in Northampton, North great revival. But when he really, uh, when he kindled the fire, now here come, now here come the great, uh, the event, uh, here come to uh, George Whitfield. And one, then of course first tried to preach in Southampton, uh, Northampton. Then of course immediately moved to the big city Boston. Now for whole weeks, now gradually 100 then 5,000 finally the last farewell meeting can only be held in Boston Common now Boston Common is like a, a huge, huge uh, like a park huge park that's the birthplace of the uh, uh, of uh, of Puritan settlement in early times so now when they first landed in that they landed that area in the beginning they just plant they just had their house near the 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 Boston common then 
23,000 people came to listen to George Whitefield. What is that number? 23,000 means what? Means more than the population of Boston. Brothers and sisters, you just cannot imagine. It's about 300,000 population in New England. Now all of a sudden 50,000 Christians added to the church. Think about it. It's a wonderful, 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 wonderful awakening. And because of that, then you have revolution. Why people have that concept of independence, freedom, democracy? These people may not be saved. But these people, they were brought up under the Christian parents. They, they may forget about the source. But they still remember freedom. They still value the independence of all this. And because of that great awakening, you have the birth of this nation. So brothers, isn't that wonderful? God really used Jonathan Edwards. Now, Jonathan Edwards, in his quiver, he will find 11 arrows. Now, listen, brothers. Very interesting. After the first great awakening, somehow the nation going through some kind of silence. Of course, there's a reason behind it. Because there's a revolution behind it in, in the middle. But anyway, many things happen. But God never forget His own program. God has a purpose. Why He sweep this United States with that first awakening? He definitely needs Jonathan Edwards. But brothers, now after that awakening gone, as if the whole nation come back in silence again. But don't forget, if something really from the Lord, do you see that? That's why in 128, you not only you you see you should see the children of our children. Why we should be able to live a long life? It's because you should be able to see the children of your children. Why children of children? Because the arrows being used in the hand of God. To answer the enemy, to answer the enemy of the gospel. So, brothers, is something really wonderful happened in, in the beginning of the 19th century. In 1801, there is a there was a there was a college called Yale College. It's today's Yale University. Now, in that college. Actually, it was created by Congregationalists. Just like Harvard. You know, now, it, 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 uh, these Christians, they created Harvard and they created Yale. But unfortunately, now, somehow they become liberal. 
So in 1801, now if you attend this college, Yale College, you don't find any Christian. The number of Christians is zero. But now there is a person called Timothy Dwight. Timothy Dwight became the the, the president of this college. No Christians? Fine. Every week, he preached to his students. For four years. Four years. Nothing happened. Then he repeated again. He started over again. And he preached for seven years. Just word of God. And he didn't expect. In 1801, there is a great revival in that universe. Half of student body believe in the Lord. Oh, brother, sister, that's the beginning of second great awakening in this nation. The influence is great. That's why you have a holiness movement. That's why you have a Pentecostal movement. That's why you have the movement to go back to the Bible. Primitivism or Restorationism, all from the second so brothers and sisters, today we receive so much, today we inherit so much, think about because of second weekend, a great awakening, and Baptist and also uh, uh, Methodist, they increase 1,000 fold, think about it. The number of the brothers they are one thousand fold. That's why today the Southern Baptist is great, a great is a is a is a is a largest denomination in this country. And the whole world, you have one hundred million Baptists. And most of them in this land. Let me tell you, brothers, how do you explain so many Baptists in this country? Second great awakening. So, brothers, the Lord used Timothy Dwight. Who is Timothy Dwight? He was the grandson of Jonathan. If you cannot figure out, suppose I'm I'm uh, Jonathan Edward. If you're not my family, so it means in uh, Noah. You see, so that's the relationship. So remember, brother, sister, think about it. And uh, when Noah is growing up. She's watching her grandparents with the amplifier gas. And that's how Timothy Dwight was brought up. Thank God. Why Jonathan Edward? The Lord not only use him, but thank God. Now, through the children of her children, and you find that now, Timothy Dwight is able to continue with this wonderful So thank the Lord. If you read the Bible carefully, especially in uh, Isaiah, behold, uh, 
I and the children God has given me. Now I have no time to go through it. But that's a wonderful proclamation. At the end of your life, are you able to say, Behold, I and the children God has given to me. This morning before I came to the meeting, I showed to my wife a picture. I said, I and the children God has given us. So what was that picture? That picture is the wedding. Uh, it was taken by the wedding of Daniel. And then we have picture with Brother Stephen Kong. Because Brother Stephen Kong really married them. So then a whole family come together. So you can three couples there. And also we are there. And Brother Kang is in the middle. Very interesting. Brother Kang not only married us when we were young. He married every couple in our family. So here is a picture. Behold, I and the children God has given me. Sometimes I feel guilty. Because when I study in my for my graduation, I work so hard. Now my 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 wife has to give up her job, had to become full time worker for the three children. So sometimes I feel guilty. I think probably she should study more, probably she should work more. She should have her own desire, her own career. Now, but when I look back, brothers and sisters, it is worth it. Who has better? Susanna or her husband. Her husband was expert in the book of Job in the Bible. And for whole life he studied that book. He pour out his money just to publish that book. But that book has been forgotten. But his wife has produced two famous arrows. Really changed the whole world. So, brother, sister, let us be comforted, brother, sister. Sometimes, like Susanna, they will ask, why, why, why? Why so much tears? Why am I so suffering? Why 19 children? Brother, sister, if you only think of yourself, it's not worth it. But if we think of the kingdom of God, it is worth it.
I think, I think today, uh, so, even late, I think we have to sing that hymn by Timothy Dwight. But we only uh, sing few verses. Six, uh, six, seven, eight. Now remember, when he wrote this hymn, and revival hasn't come yet. He was still preaching over seven years. Then only next year the revival came. So Timothy Dwight, remember, is a grandson of Jonathan Edwards. So Timothy Dwight, Jonathan Edwards. So we only sing number verse one, verse uh, verse uh, verse three, and verse six. Then, if you feel touched by the Holy Spirit, just lead us in prayer.
好叫我们长得来诉说你的荣名和你的能力